Baja David. Hi. What's good? Nice bucket hat. Thanks. Denim. You look like um, you look like Daisy uh, or whatever the fuck. I was gonna say like the uh, publicist for EPMD. Okay, I'll take that. Yeah, it's a compliment. You're good. You're doing well. I am. Okay. Are you? Yeah. No, I'm. I'm. You know, I'm chilling. I'm all right. I'm happy to be back in our uh, WGN spaceship. It's been a while. It has. It's been a minute. It's always good to be home. Uh, Tar, we got we got uh, a good crew in the building. Um, we have, we have folks who are really dope artists, folks who are community members and organizers. Uh, they run FDC Studios. Um, Jacob King and Cameron Bundy, uh, aka Mr. Sun, uh, both artists in in your own right. And uh, gentlemen, welcome into the corner store. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Yo, your shirt is dope. We actually have this at, at the camera. store. Yeah, oh, yeah. in the merch shop. Okay, we'll talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we were we, we were just we were talking we were just talking about the space that you're in and and I want to I want to pick up on those historic notes, but to welcome you properly into the corner store, of course, Max has just already poured you some of our uh, sponsor Stolen Spirits. So I think you guys are off of the new rye that they just dropped um, in the world. So enjoy those, but we also have in addition some snacks for you. Um so uh, you guys could share these or you know, uh, squabble over them, but uh, Max Max also secured some uh, Lay's fiery habanero potato chips. Um, yeah. They're flavored. I don't know what. Maybe there's no actual habanero in it, um, or the Scotch bonnet peppers. They would say in Jamaica. Also, y'all, some Barnum's animal what? crackers. Uh, look, it's the new look. Same great taste, which is good. So, oh, because this one is uh, uh, fortified with calcium. Do they have oh, dragons right. in there For now? the kids. They might. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Khaleesi. They probably used to have like some endangered Do you watch Game of Thrones? Yeah, man. I'm not. Look, I'm. I'm you just I, don't seem the type. I know. I know. Because I try. Well, look. You, I, you don't watch TV. I, I contain multitudes. You know. And um, we also have a Kavita sparkling probiotic uh, lemon cayenne drink. So. Yeah, you guys know? I don't know if you guys want. Yeah. Uh, that's your that's your jam. And to round it off, um, Max was really into the probiotic section today. Also got you some <laughs> Tropicana Essential Pineapple Mango probiotics. I, that seems medicinal. That just right. seems that like, delicious. Yeah, no, that's gonna be good for you. For the floor of that, right? Yeah, that could. We're go. here to to cleanse and also give you tips. Yeah, yeah, you know, right, yeah. educate, yeah. elevate, yeah. and invigorate. Um, but yo, so we were talking about this space that you run. We were we we're kind of were getting into what the space was prior. FDC Studios is a become a gallery community center space for uh, arts across like it's a genre we, we agnostic we've done something yeah. there um we did we did the live uh joint with queen key there right but um to to we'll get to what it is but what was it what was that space before y'all uh, occupied you were saying it was it was a funeral home and then it turned to a soap factory and then the most recent thing it was a jazz speakeasy recording studio that's why that big murals in the back uh like the owner his wife passed away, so those were all of her favorite jazz musicians. So he got that mural painted in her memorial or memory. Or oh, wow. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's the largest jazz mural in Chicago till this day. Oh, so wow. that's why we haven't painted over it. Yeah. I mean, it, it looks cool, too, but. Yeah. Are you debating? Is that the. Uh, we were going to paint over it until we found out that story. And then right. We Did he it. pass, too? No, no, he's, oh. he's still around. Oh, he okay. was, we were actually doing demo on the building when we first got it. And he drove by and saw us working on it. And he's like, oh, what's going on? And then he's like, yeah, I used to have a jazz speakeasy here. And I've been to it once before back in the day. Hmm. But you wouldn't have even been able to realize it because those doors, they had like the old fireproof doors. So there's no sunlight. There's no windows. The little sliding window we have now is just like two little glass squares you couldn't see through. So 
It was oh, like that building okay. on the block there. You're like, what the hell is going on? When did when was it? Did it stop? Uh, I went there in 2008, and I think it was done by, like, 2009, Oh, uh, and it was just shuttered after that? And then that? it's just been, yeah, it's mm-hmm. just been abandoned since then, and then we got it about a year ago. So, yeah, because you guys were looking for a place to do what you're doing, or how, how did the, even the process of coming to search for a space uh, emerge? Well, we've kind of, we had a spot at Lacuna Lofts, like, back in the day when they first opened for a little bit, but then we got rid of that, and it kind of just fell on our lap, actually. Um, we're at the right place at the right time. We weren't out. Some of our friends were living upstairs. Yeah, some of our friends were living upstairs, and they're like, yo, a spot downstairs is vacant. And we're like, oh, shit. I'm just just surprised that something on Milwaukee, that seemed like prime real estate. Well, I mean, if you saw it when we got it, it was a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no electricity and all that kind of shit. Like you said, with the just seeing it the facade if you're walking down the street, like, even now, people, if we didn't have a mural paint on it that caught people's eyes, you would miss it, but... Those doors that were there were just like solid. It just looked like a kind of yeah, like a busted you, old yeah, building. Yeah, don't know what it could uh, be. Yeah. We still have those doors though yeah. in the back. So you guys, were you guys? I, I kind of want to talk about the history of the. I, I what I'm going to call a collective. Is that a fair? Sure, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, most definitely. Um, so it, it, it predates this space on Milwaukee Avenue. You said mm-hmm. the Lacuna Loft days. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did you all come together and kind of what is the the we of it that that the collective yeah. kind of comprises? Uh, well, it stands about? for Fifth Dimension Collective, and it was just like me and a couple of like the original members, we just like came up with this idea of like breaking through to the fifth dimension, and then being all artists coming up with like a platform kind of like incubator where we could help other artists as well as ourselves be exposed to this new dimension kind of thing as well as build build a community with that and kind of use that as a space to bounce ideas off of each other i'm more of more of like a new newcomer to the group um been friends with cameron for about like six or seven years but everybody else i've known vaguely through some six degrees just because I think that's the nature of Chicago. So, yeah. mm-hmm. Who, who's everybody else? Uh, there's um, Kyle or Stephen Lexby, and then um, myself, Jacob King, Cameron Bundy, um, Armand. Armand. What's his last name? Dude, it's like something hella Palestinian. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really remember it. Oh, Val- then, Valentin. Oh, Valentin or something like that. Oh. But you guys are close, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sounds like we don't. He's more of like the Wizard of Oz, man behind the curtain kind of guy. Yeah. And so, so it all down for us. Of course, you have a space. On, you could give out the address on Milwaukee. Yeah, 2341. Mm-hmm. 2341 North Milwaukee, Milwaukee Ave yeah. in Logan, kind of the heart of, you know, yeah. what has become a very kind of changing, but also like, you know, like an interesting space culturally has been historically is so now dealing with issues of gentrification um what is what is kind of the the mission of that space in that neighborhood and what are the things that you guys are doing and are trying to do there it's funny talking about the building because that's actually like a that building is like one of the only ones on that block that was historically preserved so i think i don't know if we were drawn to it because of that partly or or what it was ultimately Mm -hmm. obviously it was like a fortunate and great hot spot but um the neighborhood is changing totally, and I think we're trying to keep like something that can work within the community um, for all the members that were there and that are going to be there. And um, I think that that's trying to trying to be a staple in that regard is really important to us, um, as well as yeah, hopefully giving people the space to to break out or really find themselves in their art or their crafts, whatever it is. Yeah, and like you said, like like 
like with the Mr. Sun store, you know, like we kind of are able to subsidize the whole FTC studios with the store. So it's kind of like the sun is shining light <clears throat> on artists that want to use FTC studios to present their art or do music or whatever have you, you know, um, where I feel as maybe if we weren't the ones that got that space, like some brewery would have got it and just like start making micro <laughs> brews or something artisanal like that, you know? or like, yeah like, yeah small batch yeah, pickles yeah, yeah something exactly. like that or another coffee shop or something like that you know it definitely like, has way better yeah it definitely has like a diy feel yeah. you know and we got the huge backyard too when we had the herald's party that shit was cracking dude <laughs> we had the herald's truck pull up for like memorial day or Oh yeah, I went to that one. Yeah, that was fun. That was a good time for sure. Well, that I mean, the role the role of the artist in that transition of neighborhood historically in the city has been very interesting, mm-hmm. right? And so um, I'm wondering, like, if there has been any tension on the other side of things, like as those you know giant, tall glass uh you know buildings Monuments. have been built down the street from you like or, like in our you, backyard yeah you yeah. can see it from yeah. the back yeah i remember yeah, that yeah. it's That's like crazy. towering over our backyard we were wondering about that but um it's been chill so i don't even think people live in it yet there's but, a couple people and it was a yeah. concern but it's also like we've had a lot of foot traffic where i don't know it's it's a wide variety of people and you can tell it's a lot of people oh i just moved to the area with my kid and we're looking and just like trying to be welcoming to to everybody and like people have seemed to accepted that and I don't know it's gotten yeah. a good reception in that yeah. regard. We don't really have any enemies, I don't think. <laughs> well, it's an interesting space. You walk by the facade is always changing, right? You guys have different artists uh, who are always kind of painting on the outside in order to promote some of what is happening inside. Sure, there's a lot of different things that are happening inside, right? So, I mean, you mentioned the the store. Yeah, uh, I know that there, you guys you, you just started an open mic in the space right. as yeah, well. Um, what, what? How can people come? What is regular? Uh, what's mm-hmm. if everything's open to the public? Like, how can people come in and, and get acquainted? That's a good question. Well, the storefront itself is open Thursday through Sunday, noon to seven. And the other days, it's kind of like that's when we are like working on our stuff and in-house things because we pretty much try to have one event each weekend to get people into the store and into the space. But besides that, in order to like contact us about things, you could just like slide in the DMs casually, <laughs> stuff like that. No, yeah, Instagram is a good platform for us. It's at uh, FDC Studios. Um, and just to clarify too, Mr. Sun is like the store por- par- portion of our uh, space that we have. So that's what's kind of the subsidizing FDC Studios, which is where we're getting those artists to be able to uh, find themselves and do things like that. Um, so do you guys make merch or you sell oh, yeah, other? That's, yeah, it's the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, with the store. So like I've got my clothing line in there. Then we have like merch for the store, FDC merch, Mr. Sun merch. And then Jacob's got his art in there, his photography. And then besides that, we just, like, their Wattweiler company, we have a bunch of our friends, and uh, we give them the chance to put their merchandise on the prime location in Logan Square. So it's kind of like a little collective consignment thing with all their friends. But all the art and stuff, I mean, everything from taxidermy to jewelry to prints to zines, um, cross-stitch patching, stuff like that. And as Cameron said, we are doing it right now, currently commission-based. Um, and we're trying to be better than gallery standards, so we're doing 60-40 towards the artist. Um, but our eventual goal is to kind of 
have it completely go to the ar- artist. The 40 to us, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> have it completely go to the artist, um, and they're able to just kind of profit off of their craft and, and their own thing. Um, so we're going to be sh- eventually introducing this summer like a membership or a subscription program where people are going to be able to come to the store, buy the art from the artists that they like, um, merchandise things that they can wear, but also they can uh, come in and be, oh, here's 5, 10, 50, however much a month, and I know it's going to support these artists that I want to be able to keep coming to uh, their open mics or keep coming to their music video releases um, and just kind of support that and allow that that growth on a more organic, independent level. Yeah, sure. that's, an, that's an interesting model, right? Like kind of giving people on a, you know, maybe like low cost or democratic basis the ability to be patrons of the arts um, or to be members of this space or whatever. I I, I think that's a really progressive model of how to fund an art space. It also seems novel kind of in Logan Square right now. Yeah, and smart. Yeah, yeah, and then maybe it is that invitation for folks who have been there, but also folks who are coming. For sure. And it's it's definitely been something that we've been trying to fine-tune and perfect, and um, it's cost us a lot. And like, But it's something that I feel like we're all extremely dedicated to, and that, um, I mean, me coming in, just a little over a year ago with these guys, like having that welcoming arms, like allow me to create my own art and help fund that. Um, and then, yeah, just to be able to do that on the flip side and, and kind of give other people. That's yeah, and and we did, we did like a fundraiser for Charles Darwin. It's like the neighborhood um, <clears throat> elementary school. I think we raised like what, 22, 2300 mm-hmm. or something like nice. that. Yeah. yeah. Like, Printed out the cool big lotto check and took it to him. You know? <laughs> oh, wow, that's that was cute. amazing. That's really dope. That, yeah, that's the school that Shel Silverstein went to, actually. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. His yeah. murals are all in there. Yeah. Where is that? It's so on uh, Medill and just like before. Right before Kedzie. Yeah, right before oh, okay. Boulevard. Yeah. Um, it's on a side, a little side street over there, Charles Darwin Elementary. But yeah, that was cool. We're going to do another one for like a summer program. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, for, like, maybe the Park District or um, some after-school program to try to try to just keep getting that, getting the people in our community funding the kids or the the neighborhood in general as well as kind of Chicago overall, but starting small. Well, that's really dope. I want to kind of take it back a little just because I know you all have, obviously, your own stories, your own histories, um, mm-hmm. and your own artistic practices. So I'm curious just about how you make and what you make individually. Sick. Um well, like, yeah, I do art. I, <laughs> I do. Um, you do a lot of things. I do a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, you really I do, do a lot of things. I, I DJ. Um, under under Mr. Sun? No, uh, C Buns is my DJ. C yeah. Buns. C Buns. Well, my name's Cameron Bundy, so like C Buns. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and what do you play mostly? Uh, well, I only spend vinyl, um, like funk, disco, house, techno. Mm. It's pretty much my forte. Um, you from here? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I grew up. Grew up in like Rogers Park, but also Super Southside. Like my grandma is like 79th and Yates. <clears throat> my gra- great grandma is 79th and Drexel. So you be- saw the whole city. Yeah, then. yeah, yeah. You yeah, were yeah, running yeah, yeah. the like, gamut. Lake- Lakeshore Drive was like my route to fall asleep or whatever. You know, <laughs> going back and forth. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so whenever my parents were at work on the weekends, I'd be over out south and then up north as well. Um, Not a lot of kids in Chicago get that perspective. I know. Right. I know. So it gives you you're different then because of it. Yeah, one of the reasons I'm different, yeah. Yeah. Sure. 
And then, so then what happened? Uh, I went to Stone Academy for grade school, Von Steuben for high school, DePaul for college, and then started doing art. Like, I'm a graffiti writer, so the graffiti's transferred into, like, I could actually do uh, more legal stuff. So I start, yeah, 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 and profitable. Um, besides, she's getting street cred. So then, yes, um, I do anything from like small like animations, uh, murals, a, a pretty wide mixed medium. Right now, I'm working on a clay stop motion cartoon. Um, I'm gonna have a solo show in August, and I'll be displaying all of that stuff. It's gonna be pretty tight. The claymation? Yeah. How do you even... That sounds really involved. Tedious yeah. as fuck, yeah. I imagine. Yeah, yeah. For sure, yeah. Where where will that be? At, at the it'll studio? Be, yeah, yeah, it'll be at FGC Studios. In August? Yeah, in August. And are you going to, like, so, film... So I'll have the, the one board that has the one city scene. It's, like, maybe half the size of this table. I'll suspend that from the ceiling so everyone could see all the buildings and be like, oh, that's where that one scene in the alley was, you know? So you could walk all the way around the whole thing. But the actual animation will just be displayed on loop on the wall oh, that's fire yeah. yeah and then there'll be a bunch of other stuff i've been working on too but mainly or the animation the clay animation that's the first time i've ever done that so you also just made those shoes oh yeah i've been painting i've been painting a bunch of shoes lately that have been pretty cool air force like a full yeah air these force ones. uh the air force ones the lows and mm. like trick them out all tight don't um so you're I, I don't know how old you are and I, you don't have to tell me 31 okay on paper um right uh allegedly but um yeah, coming up in, in in the chicago scene both in graffiti and dj culture uh you know with all the different influences that you've been mm-hmm. privy to who are some of the folks who influenced you in the city oh. oh man all right um well my cousin got me into graffiti and then my aunt used to babysit me a lot and she grew up on house music so i grew up listening to house music so she lived on, <clears throat> she lived on like Belmont and Sheffield. So oh wow! She, yeah, so she lived she, in the center of a lot yeah, of shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like she'd be pre gaming with like with all of her friends. She hung out with a bunch of like different people, you know. So they'd be like pre gaming, listen to house music, and I'm just like, man, this song's cool, you know. I remember this one song. Uh, I think I got a booty call. I was like, damn, this song's tight. So I remember like, <laughs> how old are you? <laughs> man, I, I don't know. I had to be like first or second grade, you know? And so, she's pre gaming with their friends? Yeah. yeah she's yeah, older. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, she's not first she's or second grade. She's in her 20s. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. So I remember, I remember, I remember distinctly like sitting in the backseat car and uh, we're driving to my mom's, driving to grandma's house and mom's driving. I was like, I think I got a booty call. Booty call. Oh, no. My mom like hits the brakes and turns around. She's like, what'd you say? I was like, I got a booty call. She's like, what is that? I was like, I don't know, a phone call. And she's like, where'd you hear that? And I was like, at Auntie Sherry. She's like, like <laughs> start driving, you know? And she got mad in trouble yeah. for that, you know? Uh, Auntie yeah. Sherry no you, more. You, Honest, you narked I, I, and you didn't I, even know. Yeah, I distinctly remember that for sure. Um, but yeah, other influences like graffiti, like the homie Slang. Yeah. He's OG for sure. The nurse fool's like civil and mm. pistol. Mm. RIP scan, a lot of homies, fallen homies, stuff like that. Uh, art would be cartoons. I grew up on like old Nickelodeon, like uh, Our Real Monsters, Rock Was Modern Life, Ren Stimpy, Kablamo, all that kind of stuff. Oh, Kablamo. Yeah. It's a throwback. Yeah, yeah. Nice. That stuff needs to come back. Yeah, these, and then daily life, you know, inhaling and exhaling, stretching. It's a good way to get push-ups. inspired. Do, yeah, push ups. I got this thing. <laughs> however many hours a day that you're up 
do at least 10 to 20 push-ups. So if you're up 10 hours a day and you do 10 push-ups every hour, that's 100 push-ups a day. It gets swole quick. Mm. So that's my new thing lately. Okay, just and 10 in an hour? You like... Yeah, I mean, the, so every hour do at least you pace 10. it though. You pace no. it. I'll you know? be like, oh, what time is it? Oh, ten, time, ten. You know? And okay, then, I like that. If you skip an hour, just do twenty. That's twenty the next yeah. hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. <laughs> I also like like being wherever you're at, like yeah. train gig, like, Whoa, what grandma's house. Yeah. Like, yo, <laughs> yeah. man, I got to get my reps. Uh, in. I think I got the booty calls. <laughs> 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 Getting phone calls. Well, and Jacob, I know you you take beautiful photographs and do other things. Um, how did you? get involved in in making art um i think that started a lot when i was younger i had on my i had a lot of family members who did art um they're my one aunt kathy king she was part of like the chicago imagist and oh um, shit that's a very not so subtle flex yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was uh, yeah she she worked for the art institute and stuff and she's she was a mixed media artist her and her husband michael miller um and it's just a really great amazing period of artists fine artists who were influenced by cartoons and yeah uh, circus Dada. posters there's and a lot of mixed media type stuff pop art um kind of reminiscent work what year is that um 70s yeah okay. probably through to the 80s yeah sure yeah probably started in the 60s a lot of folks who were students and professors at the school of the art institute yeah. and then but interested in comic books and zines and it was kind like of like a porn out, more and, outsider type art yes to interesting it came, happened at saic yeah but it was because yeah. it was like the fringe like students and yeah. like a few professors who were like yeah we're weird like right like, yeah um, we're actually weird and not like normal weird yeah yeah, yeah. but i remember weird. her her studio was on wabanzia and wood so i would go over there and like Damn. she just had the butcher paper and would just pull out a 10-foot sheet for me and my siblings and we would go crazy on it i have i have four siblings so we needed the whole 10 feet but um, <laughs> that's a big crew yeah <laughs> and then um when i was in i went to cps so i went to marwin which is like an art program for for kids who in, in living in the city who go to cps and there i did ceramics pottery graffiti which that's an incredible um, program marwin. it's amazing they have Shout great out resources sure. beautiful space everything that they do is like yeah I, I still have like there's some people that i'm like seeing their work and stuff that it just excites me and they when I was there, they only had two floors of the building they were in, and now they own the whole thing. And um, yeah, they keep they keep offering great programming, which is which is really exciting. But then I eventually did darkroom photography there, and uh, I think that's where that sparked. I went to Lincoln Park High School and kind of like fell off in the art world just because I was concerned with being a teenager. <laughs> and uh, rightfully so, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then It'd be obnoxious yeah. if you were like fifteen and you're just like every <laughs> weekend darker, mom. <laughs> <laughs> or you're just like I have to go to this gallery opening yeah, yeah. like fam, go yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean I mean I guess that'd be alright but that would be wild but uh but no and then I went to I went to a community college here so I stayed here and then just wanted to fill my time more proactively productively so I started just shooting film again and um of what like what, what kind of prompted you to pick up the camera and what were you initially kind of setting your sights on um it's like when we first met right which was one of my next questions, actually, was kind of how y'all met. But Well, that was, yeah, it was probably around that time, because I was, I was like six or seven years ago I met you, and that was when I like was first starting school, or college, I should say. Yeah, it's been that long. Crazy. Yeah. Um, and, like, same deal, a lot of my friends were uh, doing graffiti growing up, so, so I just kind of was, like, in that world vicariously, and sometimes I would go shoot photos or go look out and stuff like that and document that um and then it just kind of came with me carrying my camera around with me 
family occasions whenever i was going out of town i love to do like more travel stuff um and then when i was like super bored i would just bike down here downtown just because it was there's a lot of different faces and then it kind of more i honed in on more of like the portraiture style work um yeah yeah which is kind of part of what you really make now yeah most definitely it's like portrait work hovering between like documentary style and more editorial um i like to do my more like studio conceptual shoots um and that kind of also started with this guy too like i remember when he first started making some of his permanent vacay clothes we did a shoot at this abandoned zenith factory like way out west on oh yeah she was was that grand and central or something yeah and uh (coughs) it was hilarious we went in there with like five racks and we're just like goofing around it was yeah. so funny <laughs> yeah. like we had it look like an accountant's office um so well i guess how how did you guys meet just like graf- this dude zach friends. sigmund yeah i guess it is zach sigmund, <laughs> zach sigmund. fuck yeah. you zach no <laughs> we're actually like we're, i think i'm pretty sure i told him today i was like yo me and jacob we're gonna have a, we're gonna be on his podcast he's like for what i was like oh a topic is uh Sigmund's last two friends in existence. <laughs> <laughs> he was just here, and yeah, we were bugged by him the whole weekend. It was yeah, great. Bothers us a lot. Sounds popular. Yeah, he's he's no, just one of the homies. And yeah, and you know we linked up. And, oh, this guy's cool. He's doing. Uh, he's out in New York doing like some sign painting. And he cool works for Colossal. Like Colossal Media. They do like hella big murals. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's funny as hell. Yeah, we used to like go to like Evil Olive and like. Yeah, we got sure. like that we for sure. That's when I still need to use my fake. Oh, nice. Not R.I.P. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. Unfortunately. <laughs> so, so right now you guys are kind of filling a a, a void in some ways. Um, there used to be a lot of moments in the history of Chicago of these DIY spaces, but you guys are, you know, you guys feel a real need in the community. What are, what are some of the reasons why you are organizing this space, doing this work, holding a space, not only for yourselves as creators, but also opening it to a very wide and, and broad community of artists in the city? Mm, I mean, cause it kind of needs to be done. I mean, there's a lot of good artists out there, but they just don't have the funds to, put together money to maybe rent out an actual venue or they might not have the money to put up an online store or something like that. So we like to fill the gap in that way. Um, I remember one of the first times we had an event, someone told us, someone said that they're like, yo, this is going to be in 20 years. It's going to be like Chicago's CBGB or whatever. What's the name of that? Yeah, no, you're CBGB, right. So. Yeah. 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 And I heard that and I was like, yo dude, we can't stop doing this. <laughs> like I want to be known as the fucking, as that, you know? So that like always res- like rings around in my head for sure. Resonates. That's the word. I think for me, yeah, it's a lot of like personal commitment to not necessarily the do it yourself aspect, which is obviously like what we have become, but just that, uh, acceptance of community and stuff like with marwin if i didn't have those resources and like were allowed to do that stuff for free i wouldn't have found my interest in in photography um i work at latitude chicago which is like a digital photo lab and with them like it was just being able to be open or uh, welcome with open arms and like people willing to teach me pretty much for free or like for nothing and like um just like having a strong urge and need to like reciprocate that because yeah i wouldn't be able to do the stuff that i do if i didn't have that so well spaces like fdc are necessary because the only way any of the artists who are famous out of chicago are famous is because you know 
their community has rallied around them in spaces like for sure fdc yeah. you know totally and there were spaces to make spaces to show yeah spaces to and especially like such a central spot you know i mean i don't think that there's a spot nearby except for yca but you know that's different like this mm-hmm. is 21 older writer at least all ages or yeah, for the most you can part, serve yeah. alcohol yeah yeah so which like Again, like with our with our we did a, the back to school charity event. We we do want to be able to kind of cover that span of all are welcome. Um, but also, yeah, I mean, to have to have resources and things for people who maybe are new here. Or yeah, and it's also like giving someone a platform that might second guess themselves. Like I didn't go to college for I didn't go to school for art, you know. But once I started doing art and like other people saw, they're like, "Yo, this shit's tight," you know. And I was like, "Whoa." then maybe I should do it. So I kept doing it. And then same thing for someone that might want, they might've done a three series print and they're like, they put up in the store and then someone's like, yo, who is this artist? You know, it's just like little things like that. giving someone a chance that might even not think that they're worth a chance personally. That's yeah. You know, that's how the same thing was just like my friends being like, yo, keep shooting. Yeah, for sure. Keep doing that. That's dope. So people could come see the store Thursday th- through Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, 12 to 7, yep. 12 to 7. The open mic is is when? Uh, we actually just had one. We're going to be having another one in um, not May, in June. Um, Shawnee Dez hosted our last one. Amazing performer. Yeah, amazing Dez. person. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, we are, we're trying to create something cool. It was like a great turnout and a really beautiful personal evening. Um, we have a lot of other programming coming if up. If you soon. just follow the at FTC Studios or the Mr. Sun on Instagram, you'll see the post. So we'll post up the whole schedule for the entire month and you'll see what events are going on. Yeah, we got a, a drink and draw coming up, which is going to be um, one of our staples where we have a local artist host it. You come out, drink free beer, hang out with friends and just draw. Um, a Maker's Mart It's going to be our first time doing that. So just for makers, jewelers, crafters a place for them to sell their work and have a have a day event for that when when's that uh that's going to be the 26th of may and then um it's on a sunday yeah it's after the farmer's market so the farmer's market oh, yeah. goes on in logan square so we kind of like trying get to get that through. whole wave after that thing's over and then over there our to backtrack our drink and draw is going to be may 9th and that's going to be hosted by Callen strauss he's a uh He's an interdisciplinary artist. He's from LA, but he goes to SAIC here, and his work's great. So I'm really excited for that too. Yeah, yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, he's he's folks. So, and where can people follow your work individually as well? Um, I am cbuns. Yeah, on Instagram, and that's where you can find my stuff. And then sure. mine is uh, jacobking.jpg on Instagram. My website's jacob-king.com. And then yeah, Mr. Sun is the store. Mr. Sun, five underscores, five underscores. underscore, underscore, like M R S U N. And then, well, once you start putting the underscores in, it'll pop up. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, fellas, thank you so much thank for you. holding down that space, for opening that space, for the work you all do individually and collectively. Really appreciate you, and of course, appreciate you being in the corner store tonight. Thank yeah, you. Thank oh, you yeah. so much. Thanks. Yeah. Good to have you all. Sure. Thank you. want to thank dj exist for the beat langston alston for the art big ups todd manley at wgn radio and max and dami the corner store interns salutes to our super producer dj cash era
You can keep in tune with The Corner Store at cornerstore underscore pod on Instagram, Twitter, and SoundCloud. Also, you can stream and download The Corner Store wherever you listen to podcasts. And please rate and subscribe and comment on iTunes. Please, y'all, consider giving us those five stars. Thank you for listening. We're going to see you next week. The Corner Store is brought to you by Stolen Spirits.